Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I am Jeremy Birmingham. This is Bermanology. Today, we are talking with James Peoples from San Antonio, Texas, the uh, number 10 ranked high school running back in the country, according to Rivals.com, but much higher than that on other people's boards, including Ohio State. Uh, and that's why we're talking now to James Peoples. James, thanks for taking time to join us on the show. How are you, man? I'm doing great. How are you, sir? Uh, I am also, I mean, I, I never say I'm great because I'm not, I'm just normal, but you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm doing the best I can. And, uh, you know, James, I've been trying to catch up with you for a while now because I know how much, you know, the relationship with you and Tony Alfred has taken off in the last handful of months and, um, where Ohio state is, is prioritized you in their running back recruiting just on the big picture. We'll, we'll just back it out all the way there. What does it mean to a kid with family ties to the Cleveland, Ohio area to, to have Ohio State calling you? Does it does it is it surreal? Well, I'll tell you, uh, to have Ohio State calling you is nothing short of awesome um, to have that opportunity that I've been given. And of course, have the connections of my family that are in Cleveland and Youngstown. I mean, it's kind of um, it's kind of a full circle thing. And it's the feeling is awesome. I mean, of course, I mean, I'm going I'm going up there every time I go up to Ohio State, I always go and see my family. So that connection it definitely is something special. I mean, it's huge for me. Definitely huge for me. How, you know, how, how deep is that family connection to Ohio? How many people are still in the Northeast Ohio um, area and how often have you been able to get back there? Well, um, both my mom and my dad's side of the family are in Ohio. So you could say it's pretty deep over there. My, my mom's side is primarily in Youngstown and my dad's side is primarily in Cleveland, Ohio. So um, yeah, it, it definitely runs deep. So how did you get to Texas? How did I get to Texas? Okay, so um, my parents are military, and my father, he was stationed in Ramstein Air Force Base, which is a place all the way over in Germany, mm -hmm. and I was born there. So I was born on Ramstein, stayed there for a couple of years. Then I moved to San Antonio, Texas um, in 2009. So I'd say I've been here for, I'm doing a rough estimate, I'm sorry, I think about 14, 15 years. So yeah, so 14 years I've been in Texas, but I was born in Germany, so yeah. Is your father uh, always on the field when they have that the All American game in San Antonio at the Alamo Dome? I mean, have you have you grown up going to that game? I did grow up to going to that game. I have a few of my friends that also played in that game, but um, I don't know honestly. The times that I've gone to the All American uh, Bowl down here in San Antonio, it's just been me and my boys. So my parents they don't really go to that. I mean, the last one I think we all went to was around say about twenty eighteen. So it's been a minute. Well, I think that's when they stopped doing the army sponsoring it. So it probably lost a little bit of the luster for, for your family. But, you know, for, for you, James, I mean, recruiting has been consistent. You have offers from a lot of schools. I, mean, I think we have listed more than 30, um, almost 30 schools and not just Ohio State, Alabama, Texas, et cetera. I mean, that you have gained a list of the who's who of college football. What? What has surprised you about this process? And what, what have you really learned about yourself in, in, as this has unfolded? I say what has surprised me about this process. I mean, of course, when this process started, I never expected it for me to be here, I'd say, um, for me. But um, honestly, the surprising factor, I always, um, I always knew I had that athleticism and that uh, side to me. I always knew that I could compete with the best of them and I should be, um, and rightfully so, and where I am at today because of the work and the hard um, and the effort I've been putting in since day one. So, I mean, this process, it, it is, um, it has been not only um, proof to me, but also proof to also the people that are, that are seeing like where I'm at today, like 
that I've been I've been doing this and that um it's um it's definitely something I don't take lightly. It's definitely a blessing. I give God glory for where I'm at today. And um because this is I mean, you know, of course you saying like where I'm at in my rankings and everything, it um it is truly something special. So I'm just grateful, thankful, and keep working. So let's let's go back to the real start of the relationship with, with Tony Alford. I think you visited last June and camped with the Buckeyes, correct? I did. Yes, sir. That was probably, you know, what, that's one of those moments where you go there to to try to to make a connection with the coach, mm. maybe earn an offer, impress some people. What do you remember about that day and and the the coaching style of Tony Alford? Um, oh. Why did that resonate with you the way it did? Why did that resonate with me? Um, from the moment I got there, me and Coach Alford, we started hitting it off. We started talking, having some pretty deep conversations. And what stood out is I remember when I went up to Ohio State. We went to the film room and the film room is something that is definitely a delicacy when you get to that level. It's taken very heavily and um, it, it's applied to everything you do. And we went to the film room and we went over just a few plays and um, he was just trying to see where my football knowledge was, as well as the other backs that were in the room to see what we saw. You know, and I think that was something that was really special to me because he really was um, trying to help develop our mental part of the game. You know, the things that you see, the, uh, not just the physical, but the mental. That's one thing that really stood out to me. But of course, his coaching style, when we were on the field, you know, doing drills and stuff like that. I mean, the way he um, explains it to you, walks it to, through to you, what he's looking for in, in drills, you know, not just the speed, but also like maybe pace, you know, um, little, little things. I say he's very, um, what's it called? Direct in that, in that aspect. And he, yeah, he's a great running back coach as well as a personable part of him as well. Yeah, I mean, the relationship I've seen it described with you and, and, and Tony Alford as, you know, one of your best relationships and unique in, in a lot of ways. What is it about him since then that has made you feel at home or comfortable talking with him? Um, and, and really, what has he done, I guess, to earn your family's trust? Okay. Um, our relationship is um, is deep because of I, it's a lot of things. I mean, the conversations we have of course, not just about football, you know, but about personal things, you know, him checking up on me, me checking on him and, um, you know, just getting used to the staff. I've, I've talked to like a wide range of staff members at Ohio State and had conversations with them. And, you know, just to be able to um, understand and, you know, be able to talk to them more. I've um, got a, a sense of maybe like a home feeling. It feels really homely, really genuine, the love that I get from the coaching staff as well as Coach Alfred, you know. Um, speaking not only about football, but when we talk about football, I mean, it's really in depth. You know, he he understands every part of the game and how, of course, I play into his role at Ohio State. Um, it's um, it's really just in depth, I'd say, in our relationship, how deep it spans with him checking in. You know, he'll maybe ask, like, how my family's doing, you know, talk with my grandparents and stuff. It's really just been special with how I'd say it's the, it's a full it's a, it's a full circle relationship, I'd say, not just surface. You know, it's, there is always going to be an element, you know, no matter how good a relationship is, this is still a business and this is still about football, right? When it right. comes down to it, there are a million little things that impact your decision whenever you end up making one between Ohio State and Oklahoma and all the schools that you're really considering. Mm -hmm. On Tuesday night of this week, there was one of those big dominoes that sort of fell and, and you know, Ohio State has had a very select group of running backs that they've been recruiting. One of them, Jordan Marshall from in-state, uh, you know, in-state Cincinnati Moeller High School, committed to Michigan. And Jordan was supposed to be on campus with you the same day that you're visiting next weekend, April 1st. 
Now he almost certainly will not be because he's committed to Michigan. So is there a part of you? Because I know you're not scared of competition. You're not, you know, top 10 players in the country right. aren't, aren't ever worried about that. But there is still a sense of, hey, you know what? This is probably cool for me because now I get more time to spend with the coach. I don't have to split up my attention. Like, how does that feel to like? How much balance do you have to give to like those thoughts, those competing thoughts? Like, hey, I don't care who's there, but also I'm glad he's not. Okay. Well, honestly, yes, I I, I did see the news, and um, I'd say, hmm, the competition factor it does it does speak something because now that he's at the team of North, it does open up kind of um, you could say the doors for me being that loan back, you know, the one that maybe Ohio State is going after. I mean, it's something I'm looking at that I have looked at and have had conversations with as well with the coaching staff. Um, me getting up March 30th, it doesn't change much, though. I mean, the more time for me with Coach Alfred, you know, and the rest of the coaching staff, you know, getting up there, really just getting that that feel for the area um, um, of Columbus and, you know, the Ohio State. Um, that one that was a little bit of a hard question to answer, but it um it is something that does shift this a bit, um and it um I do see it as beneficial in my in my um in my regard. So I do see it as a benefit as me being that back. Belt. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it doesn't change anything in the big picture. You still have to make a decision for your own personal reasons. But right when you're when you're there and you're expecting to be there initially with another player who is on you mm -hmm. know considered on the same level as you i think it's natural to expect attention to be diverted or you know shared and now you know it, like you're talking about being at camp last year and you're in a room with with five or six other running backs right now you're just in that room by yourself and that, that certainly mm -hmm. changes the scope of of the conversation knowing that heading into this visit next weekend it's student appreciation day on campus there's going to be a live scrimmage there's going to be hundreds of students on the indoor facility at Ohio state watching the scrimmage pointing at you asking for pictures with you. Like it's a weird vibe. It's kind of cool um, to, to see it all unfold, but you've been to campus for camp. You, what do you want to get out of this next visit? What are you looking for to answer whatever remaining questions you have about Ohio state? Hmm. I say when I come up on March 30th, the, one, the things that I am looking for, it's the people. The people really make the place. And when I get up to Columbus, of course, the love, you know, the feeling that I'm going to get when I get there, that's going to play a huge factor in whether that is going to be the spot for me. Um, not just the people, but um, the environment, you know, just the, the whole, the whole, the whole city, just to say that um, you can know when you step foot in the area, I know for me, at least. I can tell where if this place is special, if I can see myself here and what I'm looking for when I go up there is I'll know when I, when I go there, is this the spot and kind of just like, as I conversate with people, you know, as I feel the love, you know, have those conversations with coach Alfred and the rest of the coach staff, speak with coach day, sit down, you know, just get that whole feeling, just really being there for those couple of days, you know, seeing the team, seeing Travion Henderson and all them guys get after it. It's going to, it's going to be a special feeling. So I'm really just looking forward to it. And um, it's going to be an exciting time. I just can't wait, honestly. I really can't wait. It's the, the reality of the recruiting business has changed so much in the last few years. NIL, Transfer Portal, all this stuff. How hard is it for you to just separate all that junk 
and focus on relationships and and best fit i mean is it you have people pulling you a thousand different directions people who you don't know probably reaching out in your dms and saying hey let's do this with us and we're going to help you here like is has this process been more complicated than you imagined it would be now that you've really started to see it take off um it has been a little bit more complicated but um the things that i value most were never really those things now of course college football has taken it taking a shift is course of NIL transfer portals and stuff like that, which I am looking at. But the main things that I'm looking at, I mean, those, those things are, haven't changed. And upfront, I was expecting like, of course, these things. Now I did come with some other, other things that kind of did take me for a spin, but I've been managing and I've been doing the things I've been consistently doing, you know, just keeping that same routine, looking at the same stuff that are all my checklists um, until leading where I'm going to go with, all, with this whole process. So, yes, sir. I won't ask you to read off the whole checklist because I'm sure it's multi-pronged and there's a lot of different things on it. Mm. What's what's number one and number two on that checklist of this for the school to be the school? It has to have X and Y. What are the two things that you would say are the most important for you? Okay, the two things that I had that are most important on my list is first the area. So like the area, the people, the facility. Is it? a place where I can grow. And then on top of that is support system. When I go to a college, I'm really looking for that support system, not just with football, but everything has to be well-rounded, like support system with, of course, um, you know, of course, classes, personal life, financials, um, financial um, support system, all this, all this stuff that I put in place to help me be the most successful person I can be in every area of my life. So when I go up to any university, that, those are the two biggest things on my list. And then ultimately, the feeling that I'm going to get when when I get there is really I'll know. So, God forbid football doesn't work out. What what's what is the life you yeah. want? What what do you want to study? What do you want to what do you want to be in life after after the game is done? Whether it's five years from now or or fifteen twenty years from now. I say the the things I, that I want to do if football doesn't forbid. I mean, um, let's Lord forbid that I do like. If that ends for me. I'd say I'd be going into business. So I'm already taking am I at my high school, I'm in business courses. I'm already set on that career path to um for like business and media and all those type of things, video and media, of course. So I already have a, a plan in that in place that when I go to college, what I'll be taking my courses, what they're gonna be surrounded around. As as you project out this process, the you know, everyone has a mindset of I'm going to do A, B, and C. I'm going to take visit here. I'm going to take visit here. I'm going to schedule official visits. I'm going to make official visits. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make a decision here. And then sometimes, as we saw with Jordan Marshall this week, I mean, he he just 10 days ago said he was making his commitment in July, and then he committed now, right? So things change rapidly, especially when you find the place that's right for you. Is there any part of your process where you say to yourself, I'm just going to let it ride? Or do you start to circle a date and say, I, I'm absolutely getting to this point before I make a decision? No, I, I don't have a set time that I will be pressing the button and committing. I'd say it's really just going to be with, um, I'll know when it's time. And yeah. I'll bring that to my family, of course. And when I feel like I've I've seen what I've needed to see, I've been there enough times. 
And I've come to like the conclusion and the feeling in my heart and my mind. And I'm like, all right, I know this is the place, you know, I can go to sleep knowing that I made the right decision. I don't want second guesses. Wherever I commit to, I don't want to decommit from. I want to stay with that college wherever I go to and just be locked in all four years or three years. So whenever I make that decision, I'm going to be set in my heart, be content with it and stick with it. So no set time, but preferably I do want to before my senior season possibly be able to commit. The last Texas running back uh, to pick Ohio State was J.K. Dobbins. He did that uh, in the class of 2017. He committed in February of 2016 without ever stepping foot on campus uh, at Ohio State. He never visited. He didn't actually visit until 10 months after his commitment. Uh, obviously, his career turned out okay. You watch a player like that. Do you do you have a player that you've watched growing up that you're like, hey, I, I kind of see myself in that dude. That I like his style of play. Who do you, you know, if people flip on the tape and watch your your highlights, what are they? What influences will they see? Well, running back, I watched a lot. Honestly, was Saquon Barkley. I I love the that dude's looseness and his speed. I've really kind of modeled my game a little bit after him. But also, as I was growing up, also did watch Ezekiel Elliott. He was a big bat that I watched, of course, not just like in the NFL, but even those days before he was at Ohio State. So those two backs were my two biggest backs that I watched. Uh, those are two pretty good backs, uh, uh, maybe the two best Big Ten running backs I've seen in, in my life. So not a bad pair. Let, let's let's ask one more thing here and we'll get you on the way. I told you I'd you know try to make it under 20 minutes tonight. But with this visit coming up to Ohio State, is there one place on campus that you've been like looking at on, and you've been researching on the internet and man, I got to go there. I want to check this out or any place that you've talked to players or, or, or recruits and they say, Hey, make sure you do this when you spend time at Ohio state. I know I say there has not been one place that I want to go to, but I want to see it all. So there's not one place I want to go to, but I do want to step foot on that field, the game field. I got to step foot in the shoe, that place, Hughes stadium. That's a place I want to step foot in. So yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a pretty unique place. Uh, I, I imagine that you'll spend plenty of time there um, getting a chance to check out all the facilities, all of the campus haunts, all the academics, all that kind of stuff. Who's who's all making that trip with you? So the people that are making that trip with me, of course, my mom and my dad. Uh, I have my grandfather coming up. Both of my grandparents my, um, from my mom's side, my dad's side. I have my little cousin, Caleb. He'll be making that trip with me. And then my family, my family friend, uh, Mr. McKenzie. So those are the people that would be on tour with me. And the, and then you'll will you get up to Northeast Ohio and see family up there too, or is everybody just converging in Columbus? Um, I think I I think I am making that trip. I think I will be going to Cleveland and Youngstown, um, kind of stopping by, seeing some family, of course. Because you know, of course, Ohio. I'm all the way down here in Texas, so making that that fly. Whenever I can see family, I gotta go see family. So if all the families from the Northeast Ohio, are they Browns fans or are you, you know, are you a, a grown up as a Cowboys fan because you're there? I mean, how, how, what, who are you rooting for in the NFL? I don't got nobody in the NFL I'm rooting for, sir. Good. Honestly, all right. Well, I watch fine, college man. football. College football is where I am. I'm at. College football is the best brand of football without question. Is I it? Is it crazy to you that you're going to get to play college football and like a year from now, you're going to be playing college football? Has it hit you yet how crazy this is? Yeah. Yeah, that hit me. That definitely hit me because I'm like, I'm watching these guys on TV. That's going to be me in literally a few months because me, I'm early grad. And whenever I do go, I'll be right in the mix, you know, right in the mix. So that's definitely crazy to me.
Okay, for, for real, last question, because you, you said right in the mix, and now I'm thinking about it. Ohio State obviously did not sign the running back in the class of 2023. They are expected to lose Mayan Williams and Travion Henderson at least after this upcoming season. Mm. You would expect then with Dallin Hayden, it will be in his third year as when you would be a freshman. So potentially he'd only be there one year. How important is depth chart stuff for a guy like you? And do you think about it in the role of like, Splitting carries in college isn't a bad thing because I get to stay fresh, or is it I want the rock all the time and I just want to be give me 25, 30 carries again? That depth chart is is, is extremely serious for um, any position, and I've been looking at it definitely, and I've already evaluated and seen everyone. Yeah, they'll be gone. Dallin Hayden will be a junior by the time if I do go to Ohio State my freshman year. So having a year that, to learn under him and the backs that will be there, before, of course, maybe I do become the bell collar, whatever the case may be. That's huge for me. And also, um, we talked about, what did we talk about? Splitting carries. You talk about splitting carries. Um, as a running back in my body taking punishment, the splitting carries is only pretty much beneficial, especially when we talk about longevity of running backs. We talk about backs in the league, how long they stay in the league, value, all that stuff. Splitting carries only can really better you in that, in that aspect when we're talking about either taking the brunt force of all the carries or being able to possibly split, split the load with two backs. So two back system isn't a bad idea, but of course being that guy ain't no problem with it. Um, there's been, there's benefits and downsides to both really. So, yeah, I mean, in high school, you have, you've rushed for 2,200 yards or something as a junior and 33 touchdowns, but you're averaging 10 yards a carry. It's not, you're not getting hit a lot. Uh, you're able to outrun dudes college football is slightly different which you'll figure that out in about eight months from now so uh, <laughs> long, a lot, but you got a lot of stuff to figure out before then including where you want to be uh, playing college football at so i really do appreciate you james taking time and, and getting to know uh me a little bit letting ohio state fans get a chance to get acclimated with who you are ahead of next weekend's trip so really do appreciate your time man yes sir thank you no problem. That is James Peoples. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Bermanology on the podcast. Thanks for watching, everyone. We will see you next time.